Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All set for your flight? Yep, I've got everything I need. Eye mask, neck pillow, T-Mobile, headphones. Wait, T-Mobile? You bet. Free in-flight Wi-Fi. 15% off all Hilton brands. I never go anywhere without T-Mobile. Same goes from a water bottle, chewing gum, nail clippers, okay, passport. Okay, I'm going to leave you to it. Find out how you can experience travel better at T-Mobile.com slash travel. Qualifying plan required. Wi-Fi were available on select U.S. airlines. Deposit and Hilton honored membership required for 15% discount. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for downloading this podcast from Love Sport Radio. For more, go to lovesportradio.com for all the latest podcasts, news, and views. Or for more, follow us at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. You are listening to the Spurs Fan Show on Love Sport Radio with me, Charlie Hawkins. Joined in the studio with Ricky Sachs, Jamie Brand, and Lee McQueen. Hello, Last hello, word hello. on Spurs. Happy tread, tread transfer deadline day eve. Hey, here we go. It is that time again. Normally, I, I can't wait till it comes around. It's been a bit of nervousness this week. Uh, last two weeks have... <laughs> been amazing really have enjoyed it so far am i delighted to see jamie brand yes, yes i am have i been waiting for it? it is the christmas present a very late one that i needed but he is here what a show we have for you oh, we're going to look at the transfer windows ricky said 24 hours ago and there's been a lot of movement by spurs ins and outs we're going to be talking them all obviously looking towards that game with city but there is so much to talk about where spurs are concerned right now as we knew it would the end of january the nearly we're nearly at the end of that silly season the crazy train as Lee McQueen calls it but you can tweet us uh, and have your say simple easy tweet us at Love Sport Radio or call us 0208 70 20 558 well I'm delighted he's back let's start with him now Jamie obviously there's football for us to talk about as well as transfers I know it was 1-1 on the weekend with Saints let's start with the big news there's been uh, incomings outgoings but it is now confirmed Danny Rose is off. Yes. You can no longer wear that Christmas jumper. I know, I know. How are you feeling? I know. Three years I've got to get rid of it now. But <laughs> no, I, I'm very happy that it's, uh, that it's finally ended. Um, you know, it's, it's gutting the way that it has ended because Danny Rose, he clearly was so passionate about Spurs. Um, a lot of the time that he spoke about the club. Um, and of course, in his early days at, at Spurs. Um, but it's just not ended well, really. Um, and it, uh, I'm glad that it's finally ended. But, you know, it's a situation that Spurs have got to, uh, got to learn from. I think that we've seen, you know, he's one of the players that's kind of caused these problems, you know, behind the scenes. And I think that Spurs have got to, got to try and establish when a player is not happy at the club and, and, and have got to try and move them out earlier. And I think that that's been the case with a couple of other players at the club. Um, so I just hope that we can kind of learn from these sort of situations when a player doesn't want to be here. 
get get them out the door. Yeah, well, uh, I know Jace uh, of Last Word of Spurs says, you know, you have to move on from players. Uh, sentiment, we, Spurs can't yeah, have that. you tonight, mate. You, can't, can't you, know, you, you couldn't make it up. One week after Jason leaves, Danny Rose follows him. I know yeah. it's only a loan, but <laughs> Matt, I yeah. think he might call in tonight. Uh, Danny Jason. Rose yeah. outlasted Jason. so <laughs> <laughs> That's what he was waiting for. Exactly, uh, yeah. Lee, small rumours of a, a rift, uh, Danny Rose and Jose. Maybe this has led to him moving uh, on a little bit quicker because he did say that he was going to be the one to see out his contract. He was going to stay at Spurs and yet now he is, uh, he, he has moved up north where he's from, you know, he's gone home. Maybe this is the, the, the fresh start and the change of scenery that Danny needs. Yeah, for sure. And I think uh, Jason will be enjoying Henry. <laughs> that's, that's all I'll say about that. But yeah, I mean, in terms of Danny Rose, I think, uh, I think you're right. I think that, look, I, I think that everybody in, in, in life or everybody, you know, whether or not you're working in a, in a normal job like, like most of us do, or you're a professional athlete, or you're a footballer, things sometimes get stale, right? And at the end of the day, mm. he's been a brilliant uh, servant to the club. You know, that goal, no one's ever... He was he was in fo- he was a legend for Tottenham mm. on his debut when he scored that amazing goal against Arsenal. Um, and, you know, he has been a fantastic player for us. And, and actually, when you look at his career at Tottenham Hotspur, the first maybe after that goal or whatever bedding in as a young left-back, as a young player, then he hit the heights of basically the best left-back in Europe, for sure. He was absolutely yeah. outstanding. 15-16, 17-18 season. Uh, a little bit less off but certainly 15-16 season he was amazing then he got them injuries and I think that's where it started to to, to hurt him a little bit you know um, not just on the injury front but you know his well-being as well with, with regards to yeah. kind of you know coming back to, to have such a massive injury when you are basically in the form of your life that's got to take some real uh, hard hard effort to come back from and to be fair to him he did come back uh, from that and, and, and get back in the side get back in the England squad and, st- and start playing but like James said, I do agree. I think it was time for him to move on, like you just said, Chaz, to go back up north and to get a new challenge, a fresh challenge under his belt. I think it'd do him good. It'd do the club good. Um, he's one of my contract rebels and, and he's also gone as well. So I'm, I'm loving it, to be fair. I've got to say on Danny for me personally that I think it was time. And what I will say, obviously, there's been a lot about Danny spoken of his time at the football club. And I do want to mention the fact that he was Spurs' longest current serving player, 13 years at the club. And not all of that's been bad for Danny. He's played mm. in some really good periods. I think we can't forget when we had him and Walker bombing down the flanks, we had the two best fullbacks in the country. And I think you shouldn't forget some of the good times you had at the club. And also, from the mental health perspective, um, Danny had a lot going on behind the scenes, which, to be fair, none of us will really yeah. ever truly know unless you're connected to Danny personally. And I just wish him all the very best of his future. He needs to move as much as Spurs need to move on from him. And I have to say, for Mourinho, what I like about Mourinho is that He's very, very decisive in terms of if there's a player that is disrupting the dressing room, he's already shown he doesn't shirk it. He will move players on, he will ask players to go and get them out the door. And that's exactly Mm. what he's done. Where Pochettino, for me, one of his biggest failures was moving players on. He's done that so quickly with Rose in a space. He's only been there, what, nine, ten weeks? And Ericsson as well. And Ericsson. Ericsson. He's moving the players on that wanted to go and he's got them out the door. Yeah, well, I think it's not just hiring Jose as a serial winner. It's the mentality he brings it in all facets of the club, really. It's yeah. that it's that directiveness, that brutalness. If, if you're not cutting the mustard, you are not here. Danny, you're not in the plans. You know, yeah. we say this bad apple. But just quickly on, Danny, I think what Ricky's saying there, we have to remember, you know, all of the good times, all yeah. of the memories that he got. He, you know, him and Kyle Walker, the premier fullbacks yeah, at the time. And, you know, also... Ricky touched upon it there, Jamie. 13 years at the club. In the modern age now, you won't see a lot of this at any club, will you? You, Players don't stay now for 13 years. Managers don't stay. 
Yeah, I, th- I think in a way, I think that is, you know, it's great for him. But to be honest, as I said, you know, he should have gone a long time ago. Um, it is a shame that it did take until Jose Mourinho to kind of have that ruthless stamp to, to get him out the door. Um, as I said, you know, when it was just unfortunate that he did get that injury because I think that he probably would have moved on at a similar time with with Carl Walker. But um, yeah, look, Danny Rose, obviously 13 years, too long, but what can you do? 13 years but too long at the end but he now does seek pastures new obviously will be playing for Newcastle United hopefully the Magpies can enjoy him just as much as Spurs did in Danny Rhodes' heyday it hasn't been just that going there's so much to cover Spurs did spend some money we wasn't sure they've obviously decided to back Jose they said if they're going to bring him in they have backed Jose the whole time you're doing this show Ricky I know you're you're tweeting there the thumbs (laughs) are going 10 to the dozen you're like our own very sky man outside the studio we've got the tea and the biscuits outside we're going to keep you warm what else has been going on I know Spurs want a striker, but just on the big money they have spent this window, maybe not the position they wanted, but hopefully another star for the future. Yeah, obviously we've managed to acquire Steven Bergvine. It looks like a, you know a good, good player. I think it's okay. <laughs> it's it'll, be, it'll get better over the coming weeks. Bergy. This guy, Bergie, nice. This guy's a player. I think that is one for the future for sure. I mean, at the moment, listen, I'm talking to you nearly 24 hours before the window comes to a close. If the window was to shut now. I wouldn't be too happy. For me, it wouldn't be a successful window. Spurs haven't as of yet, and I'm conscious that this show goes out as a podcast, they haven't as of yet addressed the main issue in the squad, which is securing a striker. And that could be the difference between Tottenham getting Champions League football or not. And that's why, for me, I just don't understand why we haven't done that. But in Bergvine, a good player for the future, pacey, dynamic, will get fans off their seat. I've got absolutely no doubt about it, but Spurs need to go and get this striker and they need to make it happen in this next 24 hours. Uh, Yeah, For me, I think Bergvine is is a perfect addition for Spurs. As I've always said about the Tottenham 2.0, I think he fits that perfectly with his age. I think in the ability-wise, I think he fits Tottenham perfectly because he's a fantastic player. Um, I think he's a guy that can come in and have an immediate impact. And for Spurs, you know, yes, we uh, as I, as I've you know made clear, we had handled the Ericsson situation very poorly, but we kind of have made the best of a bad situation because we've we've got Ericsson out the door for 60 million and kind of got in uh, Bergvine for a similar price. So. Fair play to the club. Interestingly, well, uh, obviously, whenever there's a show near a window or a big game coming up or a managerial change, you know the phone uh, obviously does... I was going to say we had a caller, but he's gone, so maybe I scared him off. So I was going to say it always goes mad when there's big stories. Let's keep it in the studio then. Obviously, you're speaking of Ericsson. He has now gone. I'm sure you guys have covered it on your own pod. You did get more money for him. Milan were going to pay 10. We were sort of bemoaning, uh, bemoaning Spurs holding on for more. They managed to get more, Lee, and in the end, quite a good Price, considering that he only had six months left on his deal. Again, I think I think it's that that whole kind of it, there's no in between here. So either we are rubbish, oh my word, what's happening? <laughs> or oh my word, we're amazing. There's no in between. It's the same with the transfers. It's the same with Daniel Levy. One minute he's horrific, the next minute he's like the you know the the, the Messiah. Mm. Um, and there's kind of no in between in it. And it's the same with this deal here. I mean, to get 16.7 million for Christian Eriksen with a couple of add-ons, I think as well, it might go up a little bit higher, 17 and a half million or whatever. Six months left on his contract. We've been banging on this show for, what, a year now, saying get him out of the club. Not because, and I want to put this on record like I have. I think I've done it enough anyway, so the listeners by now will know this. But 
I think he's an absolute world-class player. I think he's a quality, quality player. He's one of the best players that have worn the Tottenham shirt in the modern era. I think he's been absolutely outstanding. Top, uh, top assists, top created chances, all of the stats. He's been amazing. But for the last 12 months, mm. he hasn't warranted yeah. a first-team plays, Great. not just on form, but on the basis that he said, I don't want to be here. Okay. I don't want to work for you anymore. So at the end of the day, move him on. So we've taken a long time to do that. Sorry, Jamie, I'll let That's you come right. in in a sec. He, he's, he's, he, we've taken a long time to do that, but we've now done it. We've got some decent money for him, and, and we move on. I wish him all the best generally. Well yeah. done, Christian. Thank you ever so much. But we move on. I wish it was a different way. But again, like Danny Rose, yeah. it's, 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 it's ended not very well, is it, Jamie? It is frustrating because I think two years ago, the club must have known that he wasn't going to renew his contract. And I think that we've seen with, with other situations, Aaron Ramsey leaving Arsenal on a free transfer. When a player does, is showing those signs that he doesn't want to be at the club anymore, get rid of him because we've now had a player for a year a year or so who's not been performing for and we're now getting only 60 million for sure and it's you know Jamie uh, my man here and we said this last time he said this two years I ago I told you so no, I told no, you so Jamie they should get you on it I asked for you to come on every <laughs> week mate <laughs> they, 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 they slated me they didn't believe me but <laughs> yeah. I told you I this believed you mate now. I believed you mate the thing is guys and listeners as well right? here's the deal the big 2.0 can you imagine can you imagine the meltdown not just on social media platforms but Everywhere, if we'd have sold exactly. him two years ago, we talk about the Coutinho um, sale. We, we use that as a as a, a real like as a um, as benchmark. A real benchmark. Yeah, thank you, Chaz, as a benchmark. Because look what happened to Liverpool. But if we'd have done that, this is the this is the the, the fan base that we're we that, that we're working with as well as part of that somehow fan. We'd have gone absolutely mad if Christian Eriksen was been sold two years ago. But two years ago, we'd have got probably got hundred million for him, and you know, now we walked out the door with sixteen and a half million. You know that is the way of the world isn't is it? it is it interesting that new man Steven uh, Bergvine has got Ericsson shirt bad, so Jazz, quickly well I was going to say no, Bedekvine is the actual <laughs> Dutch pronunciation, uh, pronunciation. Say, on, that, on that shirt there's a, there's a reason apparently he's got that shirt and the fact that it's not just because it's Ericsson's oh, yeah. number it's more of a case for him that he wants to follow the lights of LeBron James Michael Jordan David Beckham in all wearing that number 23 jersey for all obviously okay. different respective sports so yeah. for him he sees that as a very big change to live up to that number big ambition isn't it and yeah. I hope I like that, he's going to be a star I mean yeah. I want to say Bergwijn I think in time he's going to be I do think he could be a superstar yeah. you know there's always that concern is he going to be another Memphis Depay you've always got that worry but I think with this kind of player and the people that have come out like Van der Vaart and said we've got a real real star in the making a lot of Dutch journalists also very praiseful of this guy I think he's going to get fans off their seat but we've got a lot of forward options now when you think about it Mora Son, Lachelso, Ali, and now Bergvine. And you can't forget, at the moment, we've still got, I know they're injured. Obviously, Sissoko, there's Winks, there's Skip. You know, so Spurs have got quite a, a few lot, options in midfield. A lot of those forwards, though, you said, like Lucas Mora. I mean, they're, mm. you know, getting on now. So I, know, I, I think, think you said Kane. I think, <laughs> I'm sure you didn't. No, no. Well, no, well, I think Lucas needs, Lucas needs, yeah. com- Lucas needs competition, I think, as well. Exactly. In for Lucas and Sonny, I think this st- signing would be a real benefit to the squad in time it's one for the future yeah. but I will say again we have to sign a striker we have to because for me that is the difference between Champions League football or not Spurs have to be in the Champions League next season they have to be they have to be in the Champions League, league uh, Champions League next season and Ricky's saying they have to sign a striker but will they does it all depend on that for you it does for Ricky what are you saying tweet us at Love Sport Radio or call us 0208 70 20 558 Love Sport 
You're listening to the Spurs Fan Show and Love Sport Radio with me, Charlie Hawkins. Joined in the studio with a last word on Spurs, Ricky Sachs, Jamie Brandt, Ali McQueen. And that doesn't include Jason McGovern because he gave up that pleasure and that opportunity. But apparently, one week like the prodigal son, he wants to return. Unbelievable. You cannot have your cake and eat it. This is a show when the Spurs fans want to tune in and tweet at Love Sport Radio 208 508 But Jace, one week later, my man, you want to you wanna come back? What, what do you want to do? Do, do you get it? You want to talk about Danny Rose? What is it? I'm having the biggest cake in the world. <laughs> Surrounded by Jaeger bombs, bottles of champagne and everything. And, and I've, I've, just seen a, I've just seen a wonderful picture of Danny in his Newcastle strip. And God, he looks really good in that strip, doesn't he? He looks so much better in that than in Lily White's. It's a fantastic day. Probably the best transfer window we've ever had. It's, Steady on, Jace. I, I never thought I'd Go see on. the day. Best transfer but, window uh, we've ever had, Jace. So you like the transfer oh, window now? Absolutely. Not oh, Big Farmer's Week anymore, Jace, no? I can't have enough of it. <laughs> if, if, if we can just get Vic out the door, it's been a blinder, hasn't it? But no, seriously, it's um, you know, I, it's a shame it's only alone. But uh, I, I just, you know, with all my criticism of him, I hope it, it works out brilliantly for him. I think it's a, it's a fantastic move for him. I'd love to see him get his England place back and, and play really well and show us because... Whilst, whilst I don't think he will ever be the player he was before, he can be a better player than he's he's been at Tottenham for the last two years. And I just think the the change of scenery will will do him the world of good. And and hopefully, you know, as I say, he, he can get his form back and and enjoy his time there so that he he seals a, a proper transfer in the summer and it and, and everyone ends up being on the winning side from it. So you know, good luck to the lad. But uh, it was it was definitely time to move on. You coming back now, then, Jace? <laughs> no, no, no. I've, I've been enjoying retirement. It was fantastic to wake up Sunday and not have to talk about the Southampton game. I tell you, I was able to watch a bit of volleyball, a bit of golf, and a bit of cricket, and wonderful. I was even reading Ghana soccer net for, for more offensive news. So. Uh, so, no, so, it's been a brilliant, brilliant week. Jase Lear, mate. So, talking about transfers, um, what what is your view on Bergie? As I'm calling him Bergie, so I can't pronounce his name properly. So, Stephen, what, what's your view on him? Good player? Honestly, I haven't seen him enough, mate. It's And you know what I'm like with players? If Mourinho wants him, then I want him. If he doesn't want him, then, then so be it. It was the same with Piatek and all those rumours. If, if Mourinho said he wanted him, then I'm angry we didn't get him. But... If he said no, I don't really fancy it, and I'd sooner keep the money, then then that's fine by me. It's you know, whilst I'm not a Mourinho fan, I've always said that, haven't I? You you back, back the manager, manager yeah. and you buy the players that the manager wants, and you know whoever that is 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 is, is up to him. So mm. you know, we all look at YouTube and things like that. But let's be honest: have any of us seen seen Bergwijn play twenty live games properly? No, we haven't. So, I don't think so he has we're reliant on live people games. that have. And, <laughs> no, that's it. Mm. You're reliant what? on what everyone else tells you in YouTube clips and things like that. But hopefully the club have got it right. He seems to be the the profile and and, and everything. So so good luck to him. Mm, good, Jace. For you, do you see it as being a positive window if Tottenham do not bring in a striker to Harry Kane? One of your last shows you did with me, I think we always suggested that Spurs had to always look at that option of bringing in a striker for Kane as competition more than anything. Therefore, how disappointed will you be if we do end the window without? an alternative to striker to Kane for you? I'll be disappointed, but I mean, you, you boys know what I've, I've said in, in the group, you know, we've, we've managed without an out-and-out striker before and it's, it's a frustration for me that 
that Sonny and Moore are told, you know, we're missing a target man when when previously they were told that they were good enough and they scored goals. So Lorente played a few games, but he didn't play every game, did he? And and Sonny and Moore did the business last year. It's it's about playing confidence. But if you're going to play long balls up to a target man, then then you know it's, it's up to us to find a different way for the rest of the season. But you know, let's be fair. We all said January's hard time to do business, mm. but. To bring in Jedson, to bring in Bergvine, we don't know what else will come in. We've got some of the deadwood out. I think, let's be honest, that's probably as good a window as we was expecting in January. If we get the striker, that's the, the icing on the cake, isn't it? So you'd still be happy, Jase? If it's shut now, you'd be happy? Yeah, I'd, overall I'd be happy. Of course you always want more, but let's, let's not devalue the business that we have done. And, and it has been good business. So we've got money for, for Ericsson, which is, you know, more than I'd have done, I'd have got rid on day one. So, you know, we, we've got rid of some of the, the players that were holding the squad back. And, and there's enough talent and creativity in that side when you look at it now. Lacelso, Jensen, Winks, um, Lamella's in there, Mora's in there, Son's mm. in there, Bergvine's in there. <laughs> there's probably some I haven't even mentioned. Mm, so yeah. Deli Ali's in Dumbelay, there. Yeah. There's more yeah. than enough, uh, and Dombele exactly. So you know we can pass the ball and we can work the ball into people's feet, and it doesn't have to be target man football for me. Yeah, young players, the next generation. Obviously, it spurs now, Jace. Well, you said you had a lovely, peaceful Sunday. You didn't have to talk about the game, and you don't have to. But what did you make of the Saints on the weekend? It was just just a game that that we probably sh- could have won and should have won, but in the end, you know, a point was pro- a, a point a, a replay was probably the right mm. result. But uh, hopefully, we get that, that. You know, for me, there's a long way from the tie being over. That's for sure. I, don't, I certainly don't sit here and think, well, we'll definitely go through. But with Norwich in the next round, gives us the perfect incentive, and and ideally, you get past Southampton and you do start to think ahead. But you know, it's, there's a long way to go. Let's just get the replay out of the way. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Jace, we look forward to speaking to you next week on your retirement. Uh, Jason, <laughs> can I, always good to get Jason on. Can I just say, get the boys to say hello to Henry for me? Yeah, oh hello, God. Henry. I hope you're doing well, son. I hope you're doing well. <laughs> J- J- Henry, Henry's on phone. <laughs> Jason McGovern there last word Cheers, on Jace. Spurs well, that's how we have to call him don't we uh, obviously let's go uh, to Dave now we've got another call in Dave I know you want to actually talk about the striker situation and a little bit on Danny Rose also perfect hello hey hello, Dave you alright uh, yes hello this is uh, Dave speaking hey Dave how are you I know you want to speak a little bit about uh, the striker situation and Danny Rose yes I would I'm just a little bit uh bit concerned with the, the situation we have at the moment. In what sense, Dave? It just that you haven't signed that striker that Ricky mentioned and now the window hinges on that? Dave has actually gone. He's he's really concerned. Um, <laughs> I don't blame him. Yeah, I'm uh, worried well, as well. Dave, I am worried. It, it, Rick is worried. <laughs> let's talk about that then. Dave, obviously feel free or anyone to call us up. 0208 70 20 558. Uh, before we get onto the striker situation, because I know uh, it's going to be a big debate, there's there's lots of talk about it. I want to save a full section for that. In this little bit of time, someone that has been performing well, brilliant that he's uh, finally been announced as a permanent now, Lacelso. Another good game, but it is only Southampton, Norwich, and Bournemouth. I'm not going to get excited, Ricky. <laughs> oh yeah, even though it's a hat trick of performances, but the way they announced it, I know you're happy about this also. Yeah, I mean it's just a matter of how Tottenham did it on their social media Twitter page, where we saw Ericsson go up there as leaving. 
Chelsea came in so quickly. It was in the blink of an eye. So we're on to our social media man for that quick turnaround. But I think we've all been impressed by Lachelso, especially in the most mm. recent weeks. Regardless of the opposition, I think Lachelso has shown himself to be a really composed player. Yeah. I think he's a player that's forward thinking. He's looking to take Spurs forward. And I think, you know, as a whole, I think we've got ourselves a really good player, AJ. What do you reckon? Yeah, absolutely. I think that he has, over over the recent weeks, he has really shown that he is a very talented player. There's lots to like about him. You know, fantastic uh, passing. Um, so, yeah, I think it is kind of a really good replacement for Christian Eriksen. And obviously, we got him for a good fee as well because we paid the £15 million loan fee and we paid about um, £32 million to sign him permanently. So, I think we've got ourselves a really good deal there again. And, um, and certainly, you know, he's going to go a long way towards being this Tottenham 2.0, you know, only 23 years out, years old so yeah really excited what's about exciting about it is when Jose first took over Jamie everyone was like oh he, he wasn't Jose signing you know is he going to get in the side you know there was actually talk we spoke about on this yeah. show could we see him being sent back now well, it's being made permanent he's looked exactly, brilliant look, he's, he's up to speed now and I think it's the same case with Tongi and Dombele look mm. Tongi and Dombele has had so many injuries he's had fitness issues it's really difficult league to adapt to and it would have been the same for Giovanni Lichelso. And I think that fans have just got to be patient. You know, I've had lots of people telling me that um, that he's going to treat Tongi and Dombele like Paul Pogba, but I think it's completely wrong. Tongi himself came out and said that that was wrong. It's just about being patient with these players. We've got two really talented players, as I said, for Tottenham 2.0. Both 23 years old, so I'm very excited for, for the future with those two. I think also credit to Mourinho with Lachelso because I think some of us were maybe frustrated that we didn't see enough of him in the first couple of weeks. And maybe he was, as he was saying, just trying to bed him in, get used to the league, get used to the culture, get used to his teammates. Because to be fair, the bloke's coming, let's be honest about it, he was a Pochettino player. Pochettino wanted him hmm. and therefore obviously Mourinho's come in and I'm sure Giovanni's thinking to himself well you know am I going to be a player that Mourinho fancies so I think it's a great assurance and confidence to the kid that Spurs have now purchased him long term and he knows that he is in Mourinho's long term thoughts and I think he's going to be a really good player I know Lee has he's got a little stat book out I can feel there's going to be some coming yeah, I mean, I, I'll get the stats out later when we talk about the strike situation. Yeah. But I just, you know, you're talking about options, and, and actually, when you think about building a a, a team, a first eleven, mm. I'm just sketching out some bits here. And actually, what I'm doing is I'm just looking at what the spine of the team would look like. So if we're picking the team from scratch, just go down the spine: yeah. a Hugo, a Toby, and Dumbele, Deli, and a Kane. Like makes your makes your backbone, or your a Hugo, a Toby, a Winks, a Delhi, and a Kane. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. It, it, again, the, the CDM is an issue that I want to talk about later. Or then you've got a Hugo, a Toby, a Geo, a Delhi, and a Kane. Or, mm. or do you see what I mean? Like you've got, and then when you start to wrap some other players around that, like the, you know the new signers yeah. down the wings, you've got the Sons, you've got the Moors, you've got the Bergies, you've got. Jeff you've got um, what? Underbelly. Underbelly. <laughs> you've got no, a what? I've talked about him. Yeah, no. <laughs> and it, there's, there's, there's actually quite a lot to start to build, and, yeah. and actually, I was very vocal in the pod last week about where's the plan, where's the short. It's all short-termism. It's Josie. Where's the plan going for? But actually, over last week, it started to come a little bit more together to get some options. Mm. You've got Jedson in there to throw in, there. you've got you, you know, you've got uh, Jaffet when he talked about Jaffet, and he could come in. So. You've got some really good options there, but yeah. I think for me, start talking about a bit later on about the spine and how we how we start to build around that. You yeah, we're going to dive into Lee's stat book and talk about the strike I mentioned in the spine, but a lot of the players that Lee mentioned there, the backbone of the side, are all young. We're seeing now, Jamie yeah. mentioned some... Tottenham 2.0 we're going on the new generation and now we go to another caller we're flying tonight this time Adrian's corner and Adrian I actually know you want to talk about the the Spurs squad at the minute and and that coincides with what Lee was just saying 
Good evening, guys. Evening, Adrian. Yeah, How are you I doing, buddy? I think it's a good idea. It's good now that Ericsson and Rose have gone because it's sort of lifted a cloud of uncertainty and For now sure. we can kick on, can't yep. we? Yeah. What I, I like about the squad especially is when you look at the ages of them, I mean, like... Don Belly's 23, Lasosa is 23, Ali's 23, would you believe it? Seems like he's been in there for ages, doesn't he? Winks is 23, Davidson Sanchez is 23, Bergwin's 22, Gedson Fernandez is 21, Jaffet Tandanga's 20, Ryan Sessignon's 19, Oliver Skip's 19, Jack Clark we haven't seen yet, he's 19, you know, Troy Parrott's 17, you know. And like, getting the free signings in, especially when... These previous press conference we had going back months said Spurs were not intending to add any new players to the squad. We was all happy with the squad. So I think fans have got to be happy with the free yeah, signings. I, I know we'd like a striker as the icing on the cake, but uh, I, you know I, I think it's been a good window. When has Spurs ever had a bigger yeah. January transfer window? I think you'd have to go back to Harry Redknapp. Exactly. I think, Adrian, as well, one of the things is that Spurs are the highest Premier League spenders across this season. So people say... You know, Spurs aren't willing to spend money. Well, we've spent like almost £150 million across two windows. So I think that does show ambition. I mean, you know, and yes, there is plenty more that needed to be done. But I think, as of course, over the last few seasons, we've been, you know, we've had the issues with the stadium and stuff, costing £1.2 billion. I mean, we've seen what the, you know, the, the implications it had on Arsenal's, on Arsenal's transfer spend. So for Spurs, I think that to spend £150 million in our first season in that new stadium... I think that does show ambition. So it's, it is hard to, to argue against Spurs' transfer spending at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, Marino has so many options now, doesn't he? I mean, like, mm. we struggled before to select teams myself and I struggled to get them right, you know, in any game. But now, I mean, like, the permutations, <laughs> I mean, like, it's sort of every time you bring a new player in, you know, you, the options go up sort of exponentially. Mm. Yeah, hey, Adrian, are you feeling better about things like Lee said, with, with the new uh, generation coming through the spine of the squad? Are you feeling better where it stands than maybe you were two, three weeks, a month ago even? Oh, definitely. Definitely better. I mean, because we know that we know these players are decent players. I mean, obviously, like you say, you can only go on YouTube and some of them haven't been fully blooded yet. You hope they all kick on and they all do well for the club and they all share a part in a future success, don't you? You know, but you don't know. One or two of them might not, uh, uh, might not last the course. They, they might end up moving on or whatever. But, you know, I'm, I'm confident as well that come summer we'll address other issues in the squad, maybe a central defensive milder and maybe a, mm. a, a proper striker and maybe a fullback. you know, and I think that will happen. Yeah, uh, uh, CDM, I know Lee's after that. Adrian, always good to get you on Adrian's Corner, uh, a tradition on this show. Well, we are going to get into the striker situation because we're nearing the uh, the dying hours of this transfer window. There's been a flurry of activity, but will there be more? Love Sports. You're listening to the Spurs Fan Show on Love Sport Radio with me, Charlie Hawkins. Joined in the studio with the last word on Spurs. Not the last word yet. We still have just under an hour to go. I'm joined with Ricky Sachs, Jamie Brown and Lee McQueen. Well, we're coming on to the striker situation now. I've got a feeling that this next section may be the biggest and it may be the most heated. Lots of different opinions, lots of different views because there's 24 hours to go. Will Spurs sign a striker? Will it mean or will it make the difference between a good window and a bad window? Lee's got his stats. He is armed and ready. But Ricky, you feel very, very strongly about this. You think that no matter who they've signed, no matter who they've let go, Jason's happy. When Yama could go, Rose has gone, Ericsson has gone, the contract rebels, you've just gone and signed a top Dutch talent. But for you, it all rests on this striker. It does, because that could be the difference between Tottenham getting a Champions League spot or not. 
And I look at the squad now, and don't get me wrong, I think Bergwijn is going to be an absolute star for the future. Got no problem at all. Wanted Rose to go. He had to go for the benefit of the squad. We got him out. Hopefully Wanyama's going to go. You know, Spurs, we've said for a long time, they need to move players on. But also, let's not forget, Harry Kane has had absolutely no competition for far too long. There wasn't a time long long ago that we had Berbatov, Keane, Defoe, Bent. I even throw back at the time we used to have Pavlichenko. We used to have mm. competition. We're in a situation now where Tottenham Hotspur are looking to try and secure a Champions League place. And we've got one, one senior striker at the football club. Just one. Troy mm. Parrott is a youngster. You know, 17 years of age. He's going to be a star in the future. But right now, Tottenham need to get a striker. It could be, as I said, the difference between Champions League football or not. So when I see Tottenham trying to go for a loan for Giroud or a loan for Piatek or a loan for Willian Jose, Spurs, for me, whoever it is now, I'm desperate. Maybe these guys aren't, they're not as desperate as me. I would take anybody. And this is why I don't think it rests on that. I would no, take Slavani. perfectly, didn't it? Sums it up. Desperation. Well, hold on. Yeah, that who else, for me, who else you are you going to play, though? Because Jose, one. for me, at the moment, Jose is, is very clear. He wants a target man. He doesn't want to play more up front. He doesn't want to play Son up front. He's not going to play Bergwijn up front. Right, right, he if needs I, if I can a get target in, man. You, yeah, but if you're saying you're desperate to sign a striker, if, if we're, we're talking he, about Tottenham, we're talking about European Champions League football, you can't go out there and sign anyone, Mourinho couldn't have made it any more... Obvious, Jay. Please back me up here. Do you yeah. not think in his, in his press anyone. conferences... What, back him up on anyone? No, I don't mean back me up on anyone, but back me up on the point. Do you not think in his press conferences, Mourinho couldn't have made it any more clearer that Tottenham, he wants a second striker? I think he, I think he obviously wants a striker, but for me, the damage was done in the summer by not getting one. That's the time to get a player like that. Unfortunately, we left it until January, and we left it until a hurricane injury to go move for one. Now, in January, it's very difficult to secure proper players, and I think we've, you know, the players that we are looking at are kind of just reactionary to, to Harry mm. Kane. We should have gone and got the striker in the summer. That's when it should have happened. I understand Ricky's frustration because I do. because you know Spurs should no, Spurs should have a, a replacement for Harry Kane and, and the, one of the reasons that Harry Kane is out injured because we had to play him every single game and 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 that's that is frustrating. Well, Lee, let's bring you yeah, in now because I know Lee, you, you want to speak look, on this. I mean, this. again, I, I absolutely agree with everything they said, uh, apart from the "I'll oh, take anyone" because that is just desperation. I wouldn't, I wouldn't but, but the, the reality is, if we if we just look at it, you know, kind of from a from an outside pair of eyes looking in. The damage was done last summer, or even the summer before. I mean, we went through half a season last year with no recognised strikers, Son and more like deputising. And some would say they've done a brilliant job, but some would say, "Well, hang on a minute, we need another striker." Uh, the, the excuse or the the line coming out of the club has always been, um, you know, we, we we can't find someone good enough to deputise or good enough to challenge Kane. Well, I'm sorry, I'm not buying that. And and actually, there's a lot of fantastic talent. In the uh, out out there that we could go and get if we wanted to go and spend the money, and I think that's ultimately where it comes down to. The Pyrotech situation, probably saying that wrong, I'm really sorry, but you know that for me, I'm not that fuss. He's gone to the yeah. the the absolute German giants, Hertha Berlin. It's not a point. I mean, no, come on, it's not, no, point. No, it's not on, a point me, at all. Rick, sorry, let me finish. Right, the reality of the situation is that just by getting a guy in to do a short term yeah. job. If you're going to do that, and I made the point this week, get somebody who you know okay. can do the job. Pytex scored one goal exactly, from, in, open play, in, yeah. in, from open play all season, and we don't know if he's any good. And Daniel Levy and the, and the club 
deemed that it wasn't worth spending 30 million exactly. quid or whatever they ended up offering for that type of player. Exactly. Now, now people were going mad because we didn't sign him. We hadn't heard of him before before exactly, he was linked but, on Twitter. But that, that, and that's the thing, you know, Spurs would have committed that money and they've shown they are willing to commit that sort of money. I, can't, I agree with Lee, I can't believe it. But Rick's not having it. Rick's not having it. I know. It. Spurs have shown that Spurs have shown. Spurs have shown that um, that they're willing to spend that money because we went out and signed Steven Bergvine and he's you know he's a guy that they clearly wanted, not necessarily in a position they wanted. So it does show that he was a guy that they really really wanted to get into the club. So I think they have shown a willingness. Just, just and... before Rick comes back in because he's, he's gagging to come back in and, and come back in that. By the way, uh, just to put it on the record, I agree with you, Rick, that we we need a striker absolutely, but we don't need to go and buy, you know somebody that no one's ever heard of just to, to, for the sake of it for 20 million everybody knows that we're desperate for a striker they would have committed the money wouldn't they yeah they would for have sure the money if, if, if something it. comes available like I'm not trying to stick up for the border either Rick I promise you I'm not because I think that they've they're the ones that damage there's there's a lot of strikers out there short term. Danny Ings he's on fire go and buy him but you're going to spend six go and get him if you, if everybody used to say to me, if Man United come calling or yeah, Man United, yeah. uh, Barcelona come calling, whatever, well, Tottenham come calling with the best stadium, with the best training facilities, with some money, go and get a Danny Ings, go and get somebody who's proven, but the board won't do it. And that's where my frustration is. I mean, we're, we're 24 hours ago to go and we still got a striker in, and it is criminal if we don't have a striker in, but. Not just anyone, Rick. I'm not having okay, that. Okay, listen, maybe just okay, refrain. When I say anybody, I mean, listen. I, I, anybody who is in the circle, not anybody. Yeah, anybody. when I look at when I say anybody, at the moment, not Ivan, Tony I would, from listen, <laughs> as things stand now, if you said to me, Islam Slamani or no one, I would take Islam Slamani. It's, it's a forward, it's a target man. I think we're missing the point here that when people say, yeah, but we played with Mora and we played with Son as a, as, you know, as a false nine last season, we did. But that was with Pochettino in charge, not Jose Mourinho. That's Jose a, Mourinho... He wants a target man. Wants a target man. He couldn't have made it any more clear in his post-match press conferences after so many different games. You know, you look at the Norwich interviews, look at the Southampton pre-match, post-match interviews. He couldn't have made it any more clearer that he wants a striker. And again, I'll say it for me, that if we do not get a striker in before the end of this window it will cost Tottenham I think a Champions League place and it'll be too late to do anything about it yeah but he wants a striker maybe the broader prepared to get that for him to a degree but they also like Lisa don't want to go out and sign someone that Hertia Berlin have just signed I mean like, it, it can't be anybody you know you can't just, no, you can't just that, react like that I get that but I think also when you take into the account of the money being spent you know Champions League football could be worth between what 50 to 60 million for a football club I'm not saying Gamble going to spend 50 million on a striker but there are strikers out there you can spend 10, 20, 30 million on. There is. There very is. Li- that's the problem is they're so, that's so limited. Though. Hard, that's why it's the hardest, but it is the hardest position to fill. I, I, I think for me, you're, I think we're forgetting here. Jose Mourinho is one of the most sorted head coaches around the world. He, agents are on his case all the time. Tottenham have been offered every single player under the sun you, you can imagine. That, they would have done, though, Lee. They would have do done. It's, it's, listen, they would have done. No, I don't, so I, where's your I don't frustration, the board? My frustration will be at the board if yeah. Tottenham do not bring a striker in between now and the close of the window. I'll be very, very frustrated. So we, we can hear your frustration. So on the positive side then, so we've got 24 hours left, a lot, bit longer than that, right? Listen, we've, of we've course, got 20, it'll be a fabulous hang on, window. Hang on, we've got 27 hours mm. left. Mm. Who, who do you, forget the salami thing. <laughs> salami. Salami. <laughs> who who, do, you, who do you want to go for? Let's just turn it into a bit more okay. kind of, right. What, I agree with you, we need to buy a striker. Mm. So... Mm. Who are we going to go after? Okay, so who if we're looking, at, we we're looking at available options right now, who we've got with the last 24 hours, I think I'm going to agree with Lee here. I would want Giroud to come in. Mm. I'm going to let Lee take the point because Lee done a great tweet this week. And Lee, take mm. what you said about him because everything you said was true. You know, he's well, our yeah, I mean, Premier League proven. Yeah, I mean, target I was, man. 
I mean, the way, the way I look at the uh, Giroud situation is, uh, I think, Chaz, you asked me this a couple of weeks back, and, and I said, it's weird, right? Because Giroud, uh, after his spell under Wenger, he never was number one. He's never a number one striker at a club. No one's ever gone in and gone, right, you are my man type thing. Yeah. Uh, although for France, he is the number one. Yeah. And then people were uh, saying to me on Twitter, and they made a really good point, actually. Oh, you know, he didn't score any goals. He woke up when he didn't score any goals. But the way Jose plays, and I think that's where Ricky's frustration is coming in. Right. The way Jose wants to play, he wants to play with runners in behind his number nine. Put put the ball up, not maybe a long ball, but a long pass, like we made the point with Toby. Hitting hitting uh, Giroud early, he holds the ball up, runners come. And now you think of the runners that we got, a Son, a Lucas, a Bergy, a Deli, going in behind, uh, beyond mm. the striker. That's, I think, how he wants to play. And so so actually, from, from that perspective, he's a proven Premier League experience. He's a World Cup winner. He's a target man Jose wants. He's excellent in the air. He's settled already in London. He's got a point to prove because Chelsea think he's third choice. Um, he's not fitting into their side anymore and with that pace I have a side of him he could be like I said a short term fix now again making it clear I think we need a long term fix that's what I think and that's what I want yeah. but where we are right now exactly you can't, I, I think he fits you can't, you can't do that in January and, that, and that's again this is where my frustration is that we didn't do it in the summer when we would have had a lot more options um, for me I think Olivier Giroud as a short-term option and maybe on, a, I think it was mentioned, an 18-month deal, I think that'd be good for Spurs because we do need that target man. We've seen, we struggled against um, Southampton because we did not have a strike. We didn't have anyone to hold the ball up. We didn't have anyone to put who can who knows how to put the ball in the net. And I think that having, just because Harry Kane's out as well, that's probably why I'd take Olivier Giroud. Is there a worry that um, maybe Chelsea won't sell to Spurs? It's Jose. It, um, and, and also the, because that strengthens Spurs' bid for uh, top four only, and Chelsea are on a wobble. 100%. The only thing I'd say is that if they can get in a replacement uh, or, or an option, I think with like Dries Mertens they're talking about from Napoli, then they Would might... you be interested in him? Because we're getting oh, tweets. Absolutely. He'd be, he's, well, my, he's, maybe, my, he's my number one choice. Although the only thing I'd say is that does contradict my point and Lee's point about a target man because he's definitely not a target well, man. Well, it's all right. You didn't say anyone like Ricky did, so don't worry. But we're talking <laughs> everything on Spurs. It all hangs on, on his. <laughs> Tweet us at Love Sport Radio or call us 0208 You're listening to the Spurs fan show on Love I Sport Radio. Take it unbelievable unbelievable you're listening to the Spurs fan show on Last Sport Radio with a last word on Spurs uh, Ricky Sachs Jamie Brown and Lee McQueen and me Charlie Hawkins well the striker situation is getting heated and that is why you've called us and you still can 0208 70 20 558 we now go to Dave calling again Dave obviously the line drops good to have you back on I know you want to talk about the striker situation don't you hello Evening, Dave. Hello, Dave. Hello, Dave. You, yeah, can you hear us? Yeah, so yeah, I see us a bit of a bit of a bad signal. I am. No worries. What? what uh, I, I know you're concerned just as well uh, with that striker situation. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm very concerned. You know, let, let's be honest. We're probably going to end up with some some donkey for six months loan. You know, with an option to buy. But uh, <laughs> who would be the donkey, Dave? Who would be the donkey? I'm just. I don't know. I'm just really sick of talking about these transfers. This is really in all power. Rivers of blood. I was right. Goodbye. Dave, you still there? Just what a crazy body. train this is. As I told you, mate. What a crazy, a crazy train. train. I tell you what. Crazy train. I think that was Jason's brother. <laughs> yeah. He was a transfer um, as well. I, I can't quite work out what happened there. No, uh, I can't either. I think he said this... he was all right. Goodbye. I think. <laughs> anyway, Dave, I hope you're all right, mate. This is, this is what the transfer winner does to people. He does crazy things to him. Yeah. 
I don't know what's happening on this show the last three weeks. So we, I'm just, living in. You had me swear on there a minute ago. We had to cut it out. That's the first time I've ever done. Well, you've just news. you've just gave yourself up because no one would have known. Sure I know. So, so just come back idea. to transfer. So just come back to transfers. Then obviously it's an exciting night tonight, and we're talking about strikers. So so generally, what are you know the options available to us? You know, you know right you know, now. Yeah, but just just talk about it. Just talk it through. What generally would make it ha- a happy um, transfer window? Well, I've like on the striker because we've got to sign. Yeah. We all agree that we've got to sign yeah, a striker. Yeah, I just yeah. think we disagree on. I think the, I think the point that obviously we want to make is that we might not be in this situation had he's had Pochettino be in charge because Pochettino has shown you that he was adaptive enough to play Son to play Mora as a false nine. But with Mourinho, as Lee you mentioned before the break. That he Jamie wants, mentioned on the pod. Uh, Jamie mentioned on the pod before. No, well, Jamie Wynn mentioned yeah, yeah, on the yeah. pod, didn't he? About you know Liverpool playing with, with you know there's no target yeah. man there. And you but mentioned Jose you go back to Jose's signings at previous clubs. You mentioned it, yeah. Lukaku, oh, sorry, did, yeah, yeah. Costa. You know, you look Drogba. at Drogba. I mean, he always plays, he always with, plays a big, with, a, with a big strong... striker. And to be fa- and to be fair, Rick, you know, to Jose, when he took the job, he would have thought, like all of us, that Kane would have been fit, right? Mm. Although he has been injured every single time in the winter for three seasons on the trot now. But you know, hindsight again, wonderful thing, isn't it? You know, the reality is that he took that job thinking he's going to have the best number nine in the world, a world class striker up front. He's got injured, so this situation now. Is uh, nice one, Chaz. Good, good catch. This situation <laughs> now Hugo. is a, is a reaction, isn't it, Jamie? Is it yeah. is in a reaction of yeah. where we need to be, and that is the hardest thing to react in the January transfer window exactly. when the striker is the hardest position to fill, and everybody's wants one. Let's let's not forget Manchester United, Chelsea, and Tottenham all want a striker. It's, it's going to be a striker. Well, everyone wants a striker. Those, those, you look at those options that we are looking at, and it really you do start to really appreciate Harry Kane. I mean, that you know that's going to be such a difficult absolutely to fill when when he does eventually go. Um, but what about Delhi? I mean, I know I've got might get pelters for this, but he can finish. He can. He, he always plays his best football when he's right up top with Kane. Yeah. The best season Delhi ever had in the Tottenham shirt in his coming through season or second coming through season was he scored all them goals was when he was almost playing as a second mm, striker. Yeah. What about Delhi up? up I think top? as a false as like a false nine. I think yeah. that we're kind of moving towards a, a more of a four three three formation under Jose Mourinho, and I think that it could be a fair shout having Delhi as a number nine. As Lee he, said, he's been he he's so plays good in those better, in the doesn't box. he? In, a, in an advanced exactly. position, exactly. and I know, I know, people might say, you know, he, he needs to be running on, and, and that's fair enough. And I think that's why Jose wants to play like a like a target man because you know, getting that pace in behind. But actually, Delhi's you know, he's six foot plus. He's, he's athletic. He's a brilliant. He's got a fantastic touch of the ball. And you know, I'm not saying Big he can lump well. it up to him and whatever. But but actually, he could he could be a, like a I don't know this, this term nine, is I don't really nine. know what false nine is if I'm honest. But you know, like a false nine. <laughs> what, sounds good, doesn't it? No, it what does. about the rumours, Ricky? I know you're over it because um, they're saying that Spurs want a, a target man. You're saying that Jose's made it very, very clear in these conferences. What about the links today? Then, uh, very late, they're rumoured to be linked with Spurs, um, Saints captain Hoiberg. Well, he's a defensive midfielder, isn't Fantastic. he? Fantastic. So, I mean, I mean Lee's the one who's a, Lee's got happy, a bit. Yeah. Lee's got a bit of intel. Well, you got a bit of intel on this guy, well, haven't you? No, no, just not being intel, but just I, I think that they are very interested in him. Yeah. And the, the, the word on the street is that uh, Sky that, you know, as well. Yeah, there, yeah, so. for sure. So, yeah, but you know, Lee's but, on the street. Come on, James. Well, no, come, on. come on, come on. Saints don't want to sell him. Saints don't want to sell him, but that's that's pretty obvious, isn't it? Saints won't want to sell him because he's been he's been influential. He done brilliantly. I think was he Bayern Munich before, under where Pep was. Managing him, and he's only 24 years old. I think it'd be a brilliant acquisition from a from a CDM perspective because that's where I'm struggling. You make it clear that's what we need to do. I know, and I do. I do think we're struggling, obviously, in a strike. I know that, but that's the reactive. We've been struggling with a CDM for years. Would you say that the timing of that 
the interest of us it's coming out today do you think it's weird, weird? Like, well that's what yeah, I was going to say do you weird. think but weirdly as a soft nut that's why they've let Walker Peters go we've not mentioned him and gone look yeah, we'll, we'll give you that on loan we'll, you know a, have, have a few other yeah, things I was a, oh and yeah. we like your captain as well maybe maybe do you think because well, I mean, that, I mean, that come out of the blue didn't it, it that did. the only but thing so I, did Bergy that, the only thing that, that was very quick I mean Bergeron you took the turnaround of that I mean Sunday it was Sunday afternoon yeah. I was sitting there and I say it kind of it went kind of just like just watching Twitter you weren't across it it just went it just crazy Sunday afternoon it kind of took off and to be fair, was it done by done? Was it yesterday? It was Thursday. So it Spurs mean to be fair into Spurs five days. It's difficult though because you, for Southampton, I mean they they haven't got many central midfielders, so it's mm. very difficult for them. I mean it's almost impossible for them to go out and sign a replacement now. So that, that's why I've been leaving myself short. One, I, just you know I, mean, I just can't see mm. that one happening. I mean, right. obviously, I know interest apparently if it is strong, but. But they're not, not going to be able to replace but him. If Lee, yeah, but replace him. But again, if you know every player's got their price, if Spurs really want him and they do pay the money, that well, I think we I don't think, know, do we? And I think that's the point of coming back to on the striker situation as well. And that's where I level it a little bit of the board is that you know Daniel Levy is a, we all know is a stupid businessman. He's brilliant, you know, getting money for Ericsson, getting money for Danny Rose's loan, for example, getting money, nearly getting money. For Victor Wanyama for right, twelve Ericsson. million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Danny Rose, also, Rose so, loan I'll money. Also fantastic. Say with, with the strikers, some of them they're not all co- they're like. Like uh, William Jose from Real Sociedad, one that we were linked with, you know, a guy that was 28 years old. They were asking for 30 million yeah, pounds. It's it's 58 million that's get how, out clause. Yeah, it's and, and that's the yeah. sort of price they're asking for. And and this, this is the whole thing about January. It's so that's difficult why to do business. You don't want to do a desperate, desperate buy when you go six months down the line and you go, this did not work exactly. out. Yeah, and it puts Spurs Do you, do you want to be sad about not getting the Champions League either? I mean, exactly. it's, it's another big thing. But you've you've got got to turn into a William Jose, yeah, but what William, if you still don't get Champions exactly, League and you're exactly. stuck with William Jose player? I agree, but you've got to look at it. As I said to you during the break, if we were six points ahead of Chelsea then I'll be looking at this window differently but we are six points behind them and we've got a tough fixture to come we need would to you have bring... taken would you have taken William Hose at the start of the month if you'd have stayed off you if, if Kane was out and at the mm. start of the month you'd yeah. have taken it because I, I, I I'll be honest Jay, think... none of the strikers are fill me with a huge so, amount that, of confidence then, that you know they... they're going to come in and score 30 exactly, goals but, but that... I think we have to have a target man there yeah. maybe not to even score the goals but to Bring other players into play, but if they're not that, that good, key... are they going to? Is that going to guarantee? Well, John, you look at. I mean, football. I don't know what you boys think. At the moment, you wait, the way we're playing against Norwich and Southampton, we're not scoring many goals, and I think that's where the target man is so important to come in and hold the ball up to, you know, play off these players. I have to say one thing, Lucas. I mean, obviously that's who's the guy that's filling in that role at the mm. moment. Just hasn't really worked out. We're, for we're him playing, there, but we're so. playing. Ball. Lee, do you not agree? The way we're playing football at the moment, we're playing kind of we're playing long balls. <laughs> Up the field, yeah. we've got little Lucas Moore and, and Sonny up I there. Do. Not tall players. I think the thing is with Lucas, which is very frustrating, is when Jose first took over, he publicly came out and said he's not a number nine. And then, and then yeah, there was an true. article so in true. lots of lots of different yeah. media platforms um, saying Lucas was saying, "I'm not a number nine. I don't enjoy playing up yeah. there. I don't want to be up there." Jose's agreeing with him, and then as soon as Kane's unfit, he puts him as a number nine. And it's kind of that's the bit where I talk about having a plan and having some cohesion and that short termism stuff. That for me is is, is He's got to change, but you know, from from a striker perspective, when you look at when you when you you look at your scouts and you look at what's out there and you look at you know January deals, I, I think that you know as a as a as if you want a long term fix, go and spend the money. But we know we won't. So mm, so maybe is a short term fix coming? Twenty four hours ago is so interesting because this time next week when the boys are back in the studio, all what we've said tonight could be redundant. We just don't <laughs> know as Spurs, and we don't know in this window. But what are you making of it? There is still half an hour to have your say. I'm going to be diving into that Man City game as well. Tweet us at Love Sport Radio or call us 0208 7020 558. Love Sport. 
You are listening to the Spurs Fan Show on Love Sport Radio with me, Charlie Hawkins. Joined in the studio with Ricky Sachs, Jamie Brown and Lee McQueen. Well, we've been talking everything. As you heard it just there, the crazy train is full steam ahead. Looking at the incomings, the outgoings, it has been a busy uh, last 24 hours for Sova Spurs. Can it get busier in the last 24 hours? Please, God. Because I've got to say, Ricky has never looked so dishevelled in his life. He's done a thousand tweets. I came in and Lee went to me. What are you worrying about? You just come in. What are you moaning about? Yeah, it was the first thing he about? said. He went, you're so miserable. What's, What's the matter with you? Chill out. 24 hours. Chill out. You know what? I'm on this show. It's really good or it's really bad. We're the crazy train people. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Chaz. I love it, literally man. amazing. Man after him. Honestly, look, there's 24 hours. For, for Levy, this is like months. Levy time. This it is, is, this is time. months and months, Hashtag man. Hashtag Levy time. Can we get it started? Yeah, for sure. Man. Look, during the break and stuff, you know, <laughs> for, for the news break which has been going on and we talked earlier about the kind of the spine of the team I'd just be quite interested to to get your views and obviously you can tweet us uh, uh, as well and you know it'd be really good conversational piece uh, as well around who is your team now you know, I know we've got some transfers and we've done the strikers and we've got to get some strikers but there's mm. some options there there's options to make false nines or build a striker for someone that we've got in there let's talk about that for a little bit yeah um, but who who would you pick in your I kind think, of in your in your starting line I think Jane? as we, we we both agreed straight away in, in terms of the three in midfield having Winks and Dombele and Giovanni Lichelso, Um I think again we've all we've mentioned they're all 23 years old I think that Harry I think Harry Winks in a with, with two players alongside him, I really think he'll benefit from that. I mm. do think I that do, he is. I, a, I do think that we've seen flashes of him. That he's a really talented player. Now, in the games that he struggled, I think a lot of the time he's had to play alongside Moussa Sissoko, and obviously, um, you know, that's not exactly the. That's a pretty hard challenge sometimes, and he, you know, he sometimes gets isolated. But in mostly the in a two as well, exactly. Right? And, so you know, he's getting isolated he, a lot against of the time. Liverpool. Played on his own, exactly. So because Ericsson was next, and to if him. you've got two players in there alongside him with the the quality of of, of Lacelso and Dombele, you know, that could really benefit him. We've seen, as I said, what Winks can do. And if he's got two strong players inside him, I think that it could benefit him. For sure. What are you thinking? You're, you're banging the table again. Yeah. You're still talking about strikers. No, I'm not. Listen, it's on, on Winks, I, I like Winks. You know I love him. He's one of our own. Yeah. But I'm just not too sure if he's good enough for where Tottenham want to be and where Mourinho wants to take this Tottenham side long term. I think with, with Winks... I'm not sure if he's if he fits into a Mourinho team. People go, what's a Mourinho team? You know, a Mourinho team has that midfielder. I look at the lights when they used to have, you know, it was Matic or it was a Fellaini. I'm not saying I want to bring those players in, but it is isn't. Uh, breaking a, news, Rick wants Fellaini. No, I don't. Listen, I, I don't <laughs> want Fellaini. I don't want Matic. But I'm saying that Winks, to me, the kind of player he is, I don't think he fits the kind of Mourinho mould. You know, we've got Undenbele, it's going to be long-term. We've got Chelsea, we hope, it's going to be long-term. And I think we're crying out still... For a CDM, well, we are. I mean, we are quite out for it. I think yeah. that as well, mm. to be fair. But based on what we've got, do you, do you think you know? In terms of a Mourinho type team, we, I think you said it earlier. The setup, he is probably going towards more four three three. Yeah. So based on the personnel that we've got, and you know, we are linked with Hoiberg, and it'd be amazing if we get. Course, I think he's. Yeah. A, he, I think he'd be a quality player. But mm. if if he didn't come in, that we we've you know. We smashed our transfer record on yeah. Tungi, and 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 I thought he was going to be a CDM, but he actually isn't, is he? No, but he's he could definitely play not. In that no, way. I think he needs but, a player to complement him. Yeah, but so the three players that Jamie just said mm. across the midfield, mm. it's a pretty good midfield, isn't it? I like listen. I like Winks. I'm again not too sure when we have all of our options available to us long term if Winks will be there. But it's not like if I see Winks on the team, I think, oh my god, why is he picking him? I'm not like that. <laughs> I just think I am concerned about him long term. Whether he's going to be good enough for a yeah. Mourinho team? Uh, I think he's he's certainly shown in flashes for me. 
that uh, that he's capable of having that chance and giving, as I said, give, having that opportunity to have some stronger players alongside him. I think we, we saw he had some fantastic performances against Barcelona uh, in the Champions League. I think it was last season. He was fantastic against Real Madrid in the Champions League uh, two seasons ago. He's shown that he's got real quality and I would like to see someone uh, coming alongside him that, that, that's really got a lot of quality. And, uh, when, he had, when he had a real fit Eric Dyer next to him yeah, exactly. as well, it was pretty good. But exactly. I mean, you, you talk about you know long, long term. So we, we've got the players here. Other than a, C, a new CDM, what is the long term? Who would you pick then for well, City, think- for example? I would think that Bergevin will be on the bench. I'm yeah. just guessing he'll be on the bench. I know he's an attacking. My... For, he's attacking. He's not a central midfielder. Oh, you talking about central midfielder? Yeah, well, yeah. Like, I'd, like, I'd, I'd like to think Ndombele would play. He's been yeah. around the last couple of squads. So I'd like to think he'll play for this one. Mm. I think Lachelso will play. I think he's played really well. He I has think, to play. I think, and therefore mm. you leave yourself with again maybe a Winks. I think for City, I think he'll adapt it slightly. I don't think we'll go for a four-three-three against City. I think it mm. will be like a, a back five and then two in the middle. So I think we'll probably see what we have done over recent weeks in, in Winks and Lo Celso in, in the middle. I'm not sure if Ndombele is, is quite at that level yet to, Would you not to start him, Jay, against Man City. Um, I mean, obviously, I, I think his fitness levels and obviously he struggled with injury. So I would say that that's probably not a player that we'd see, but maybe a guy that could come off the bench later on. You know, it has frustrating that we haven't seen enough of him recently when he has been fit and, and that Mourinho's decided not to bring him on. But... As I said, I think that will be a back, maybe a back five, and then those turn them winks and the cells in the middle. What do you know? Forward options, Lee. Who you got there for your forward options? Well, we need one. It hangs on this window, Rick. We well, need to get I someone. Mean, mate. Terms, I, I presume <laughs> he's got players. In terms of forward options, yeah, it's, so if, we're change, bring, if we're not going to bring somebody on, on I mean, if it, if the it, weekend, yeah. If it, okay, so if it's the bad news and we don't get a new striker in, uh, our forward options at the moment is uh, is Lucas, is Delhi, is Son, is uh, Bergie, as I'm affectionately now calling him in. Um, so there, and Lamella. And Mora. So, uh, yeah, Lucas is in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. Um, so there's there's five options there. I, I personally would play mm. Delhi right up top. That's what I would do. In, with the players available to me, that is what I would do. I would say to Delhi, go up there and get involved. It's and, not uh, the worst me. suggestion for against a City uh, defence that are struggling with injuries and don't have height at the back. That's what I would do. But agree. I agree. Mean, yeah. It's worth a one-game trial. Yeah, I mean, obviously you don't want to trial, trial and stuff against City, but we've actually got an all-white <laughs> record. We've actually got an all-white record against City. It's not. It's not. It's not. No. You know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Certainly, in the new stadium. Mm. Right, for it's, it's a shame. You to, it's a shame you having to sit here and um, to try and justify Deli Ali having to play out front. It's not justifying it, but you know. No, but it's just where I'm coming from. It's a shame we have to, to sit use here and, what you've got. I, I get. I listen. I totally get that. But we should not be in this position going back to that. But I mean. We've got, let's say, we've got, we have got plenty of forward options. I would just be interested to see how, the way we play. Lee. You think on our bench, right? If we start with uh, Tungi, Winks, and uh, Geo across the middle, mm. we've got Dyer, Jedson, Bergy that would were on the bench. Then you've got a Lamella and um, uh, uh, Lucas, Son, mm. De- Delhi in that front line piece. Yeah. Some, oh, I know, I know, we ain't got a striker. I get that, but we ain't got one yet. So we'll come back to it again in a minute. <laughs> But, but we know, haven't got but, one yet. Just calm down. But, Can't be beggars. No, but no, but the point, oh, no, but, no. The point being is that's biggest. quite a lot of attacking options yeah. there. And then when you mm. look at the back, shows it, one thing: the, the depth's getting better as well. Though you just even mentioned that who's on the bench. Department. Well, I yeah, I don't know. But we to go back, sorry, Lee, yeah. to go back even further back from what you were saying, Jamie. Right at the start yeah. of the season, this was never going to happen in one window. Exactly. I think, and as as Adrian has said, when he listed off those players and the ages, you know, we've got so many talented players now under the age of twenty-three. So we're heading in. 
the right direction. Yes, I've always said, you know, it is frustrating that over the last few years we didn't try and rebuild this team. But I think we, there is a reason for that, and that was the stadium. It was, you know, it's a £1.2 billion stadium. I don't know what people were really expecting us to go out and challenge these top, the top six sides in the transfer window. I just don't think that was ever a realistic thing to do. So... I knew I know it's frustrating that we haven't got the the options that we wanted now and that rebuild has start only starting to come once we're in that new stadium but in a way I I understand why it's like the rebuild's only just started and as we've said, as we've seen with the options that we have, the players that we have under the age of 23, there's a lot of talent in there. So I think, I'm pretty happy at the I moment. I think if you're going to go and buy a striker in the, in the next 24 hours, you've got to be, you know, give me, give me powers, I don't care, I can dream if I want, but, you know, I love a dream. Mm. But the point being is that you've probably got, in my opinion, four strikers that have got Premier League proven experience that we could potentially go after. That's Gareth Bale, although he's not a, he's not a, a number nine, <laughs> like a target man, but he would be amazing. Danny Ings, go and buy it. Regardless of if we can get him or not, I'm just saying I'm putting out there. Uh, Olivier Giroud, so Olivier, Olivier Giroud, so looking at looking at his him as an option. And actually, what about he might not be the number nine target man either? But what about Daniel Sturridge? Oh, blimey. No. Blimey, no. Can I just say, this, is, not... this one's for Jay, because Jay's going to say it, but Dybala. Let's get oh, We've got to mention Dybala at least once on this show. P- pictured in London, Instagram <laughs> you, in London. If you are still Who around, Paolo, was, and yeah. you do he fancy was, CJ, coming down Jubilee to London. Line, so. Well, that's it. You've really dug into that, yeah, finally, that from well. that one photo. Well, we've had another call <laughs> into the show, this time from Stelios. And uh, Stelios, I believe that you want to talk about the state of the club as well. Yeah, hi, guys. You all right? Hello, Stelios. Thank you. Yeah, um... I basically just wanted to say, I mean, I've been supporting this club now for 25 years, uh, like you know, every Spurs fan. Blimey, uh, you must supporting. be loving it right now, then, because we've had some shocking times over the last 25 years, Stelios. To be honest, I was, and <laughs> I'd been behind the whole 20 years, 21 years that Daniel Levy and Enoch had been running the club. But unfortunately for me, and quite a lot of my friends, not all, we're all quite divided, us Spurs fans, I think, at the moment. Mm-hmm. I'm just not happy at all with the way the club's going and what they're doing. And I think they're pulling the wool over our eyes once again. Mm. Um, you know, if, if I was to break it down, I look at it, 20 years, one trophy. That's the worst 20-year period in the history of our club. Uh, only club not to win the Premier League in the top six. Only club in the top six not to win the FA Cup. This is all under Daniel Levy's reign, by the way, in Enoch. Wigan, Portsmouth, Leicester City, they've all won trophies in the past 20 years. We haven't. We, and I'm looking at this transfer window. Every Spurs fan you speak to, everyone, we need a right back, we need a left back, we need a defensive mid, we need a striker. We've gone and bought Gedson Fernandez in this winger. <laughs> they don't address the problems. Mm. And instead, people are now deflecting away from not addressing the problems to say, oh, but look how young this team is we're building. What do you think Arsenal, Chelsea and Manu are doing? They're all, they're all building up young squads. Still, We're not doing anything different. Listen, still, I, I totally agree with you on the on the, on the Jetson signing at the moment when you look like we're bringing in like someone like Bergwijn for example I don't understand the start of the window for me where we've known Mourinho's made it very very clear especially in the last month or so that he clearly is missing a target man he's made that very very clear in every single press conference therefore what a club does when you want to address an area you go out you identify a player and exactly. you get that player done in the first week or so of the transfer window, you do not leave it until less than 24 hours before to try and address the problem 
and risk us I now think, in a I situation think, where we might I not get the striker. With, with those areas that we are we oh. are wanting to sign, I think that we've shown that we are willing to go and get players that we want. And obviously, mm. there aren't players; those players aren't available at the moment. You know, name a right back that you'd want us to sign. I can't think of many oh, at the moment that would actually go and improve us. And that, that's the issue. You know, Spurs have shown a willingness to sign players that are going to improve them. There we was that player from France, the Algerian player. The, but he's, uh, he's out, uh, Youssef Atoll, but he's out injured at the moment with a, a nine-month okay. injury. The, the Aaron kid from Norwich, he's better than any right-back we've got in the club right he, now. He is possibly, but he's 19 years old and, uh, and I think that that's one for the future and he's going to cost a lot of money as well. So I, I think also on the point on Enoch as well. Yeah, but hold um, on, can I, can I say something though? Can I say something about this? This is another thing Spurs fans do at the moment. Like the ones that are kind of a bit defensive about Levy and Enoch. They say, oh, it'll cost a lot of money. We could have got Dybala this summer if we paid the extra 15-odd million. But instead, we've gone and spent something like 27 million on this winger. So the money he's a guy, he's a, that's, a guy, that's a guy that Spurs have looked at for a long time. And, and we could have gone and spent 25 million on, on Piontek, but clearly we didn't want to do that because he wasn't the right fit for us. We spent 27 million on this player because we've identified him yeah, as a player the, that will 20, improve us. And, but and the I 27 think that, million for that winger... Yes. Like 27 million, take 15 million of that and buy the bar. I don't yeah, I, but With the Dybala deal, there was it's, image it's rights. It was very, rights. very late on in the day. Did Dybala even want to come? We don't know the full fallout of that deal, though, Stelios. Stelios, have okay, you been, okay. have you been to the new enough, stadium, say, Stelios? Have you been to the new stadium? I'm a, se- I'm a season ticket holder. I sit in the south stand. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, you, is it good? Do you, well, I'm, I'm in 252. I'm just, I'm just wondering whether or not you think the stadium's good. The stadium is phenomenal. Hmm. Uh, it's just it's outstanding. Like before the game, during the game, after. I, I love the stadium, but you know we've got these amazing finances now. You know, rich club and all this. We've got fantastic training facilities, academy stadium. Everything exactly everything set up. that Levy built, and now we're but, in this season. But, now we're using that. We've gone and made ourselves the highest spenders this summer, and of course that's all changed because Levy's turned us into this club. That's able to generate not, that, and we've, we've spent 150 million pounds this season, the mo- more than any other Premier League club. And that—that's. I we're mean, not addressing, but we're not buying the players. As we I need. said, Liverpool, as I said, they would have spent 150 million on two players, and they fixed their problems. The goalie, they sold Coutinho though, as well. To be fair, buddy, they sold Coutinho to finance and deals. Yeah, well, they also mm-hmm. sold. Yeah, but look at the players they bought. Them. They also they sold the Torres for 50 million, and they also sold um, Luis Suarez as well for about 65 million in previous seasons. And they also, do, do you, you know, not- so. So, so I think I, I, I actually agree with you. I think that we, it is now is the time, and probably a year late actually, that we should have gone out and spent yeah. bigger money on the on, on the key areas. Definitely a striker. But for Definitely sure, still, I, listen, I, I do I, agree with still, I totally on that, agree but, on the striker. But I do think 100%. that we've got to take into consideration where we've come from. You know, you've been watching Spurs for twenty five years as a I, and the reality of the situation is that we we were down in the doldrums when uh, you know in the mid nineties and so on and so forth. No, we're near what we're doing, and you know, and I know we haven't won trophies, but We've had a couple of semi-finals. We've had a fantastic League Cup family. final. We've had a, a, we've had two challenges under that period, and it's it's this rebuild time. It's a fantastic and foundation. Ho- yeah, hopefully, I, I'm I'm in hope that over the next kind of couple of seasons, it'll get better. Stelios, we really appreciate your Cheers, call. Stelios. Honestly, Thanks, we, this, it was a heated debate and one we enjoyed. Please call up another time, uh, Stelios. There calling about the state of the club. We have to talk a little bit about Man City though, and we're going to next because it is a massive game on the weekend. Me and Jamie spoke earlier in the week. Jose looking for that first statement win. Love sports.
You're listening to the Spurs fan show on Love Sport Radio. We didn't have this much drama when there was two hours. Now we've got 90 <laughs> minutes. Jonathan Jason goes. That, 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 Unbelievable. That kind of I, thought, father I, thought figure. A, I thought it was a brilliant call from Stella. It was. No, like I said, call again. You've done it earlier in the show. Definitely, we can dedicate definitely. more time to it. Who knows? Because uh, all what the next 24 hours bring, Stella may have more to say next week. But we are going to talk a little bit uh, the City game. You're listening to the Spurs fan show. The last word on Spurs. Ricky Sachs, Jamie Brandon, Lee McQueen. Massive game uh, on the weekend now Lee you've been doing the spine of the side the formation let's take that into looking at the game on the weekend Jamie we said Jose needs mm. that first statement when you've played United you've yeah. played Chelsea haven't come up with a good so yeah. far this is another chance on the weekend Lee and like you said it's even massive. if it is short <laughs> recent by, uh, bias Spurs have a decent record against City. <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's absolutely huge game, Ma- massive, massive game. Uh, we've got the winter break after that, which now has been interrupted by our replay against Southampton. It's all out. Yeah. We've got we've got to go and win. They, they've they've they looked a bit sluggish yesterday, yeah. didn't they? A bit sluggish and a bit you know there's some some bits going on and Raheem's not in great form and uh, you know they don't defensively don't look brilliant. They look more the vulnerable. Uh, they look they're, a bit vulnerable. They're, they're, I think the league's yeah. definitely gone from them. They're 19 points behind. They yeah. know that's gone. So maybe they're concentrate. I don't know what they're concentrate on. They're going to concentrate on trying to beat us. I, you know, I'm not saying that I think we're going to win, although you'll get predictions later, but we've got to go in there with a lot more. I don't know what it is. It must be the moving on of players. But for me, I just feel so much more my, like my old self this week, like more optimistic. Do you know what I mean, yeah, Jamie? Yeah, because yeah. I just feel like a little yeah. bit of dust is lifted up. And I think oh. that if we get if we get a result... <laughs> I'm glad. I was scared we, after two weeks if we ago. Get a result, if we get a result against Man City, then, then we're going after. You've got to look at the fixtures around us as well. Yeah. Le- Leicester City play Chelsea just saying, yeah. Wolves play yeah. Man United massive game get a couple of draws out of that we beat City we're in a mixer here come on exactly. and I think that they are they're going to be potentially missing a few defensive options as well I think uh, Pep, came and, Pep came out last night and said that Laporte is potentially out um, and Fernandinho who's been playing as a centre-back mm. might be out as well and we Mendy saw, might be rested exactly as Mendy as well so I think that you know they're struggling for defensive options at the moment. So you know, and and as we saw, they lost to Manchester United, a ten-man Manchester United last night. So there's every reason that we can go out and get them. And as as we've established, you know, with the, with those the lineup and the options that we have now, I think that we've got we do have a real chance on the weekend. But of course, it will come back down to that rivalry between Pep Guardiola and and Jose Mourinho. I think that will play a big factor. I think that you know. Anything that that uh, Man City might go easy and or whether they're focusing on the the Champions League now, that will go out the window because I'm sure that neither manager is going to want to lose this one. I think. I think the thing is as well, like when you talk about kind of focusing on Champions League or whatever, I think that's that's why I kind of cut myself short because actually there's a winter break straight after. Yeah. So they they've got literally nothing to worry about other than get three exactly. points against Tottenham. And and you know, for us, you know, we've already worked out, you know, in previous shows that it's on average over the whole of the Premier League era, it's uh what is it, thirty eight games, it's seventy two points to get in the top four. So if you want to get in the top four, mm. you need to accumulate seventy two points. Yes. Um and in order for us to do that, we've got to win 13 games I think or 12 games or whatever it is yeah. it's a big big ask you know if we beat Man City that would be the first time that I can remember this season that mm. we've won two games on the trot 
yeah, back-to-back yeah, wins, be, is it? Yeah. Or, but certainly back-to-back, you know, like that, yeah. I don't know, I might be wrong on that, Some, somebody will correct me, I'm sure. But, you know, the reality is it's a massive, massive fixture. And, and because we're at home, a draw isn't isn't good enough. We, no. we have to go and win. I think no. it's a, I think it's the mentality now... It should needs to be a little bit like what Jason and the rest of the lads said a couple of weeks back against the Liverpool thing. The the the, the mentality now has to be we can we can play some football. Do you, against do you think guys. there's any chance that we will adapt like the way we play? Um, of course, we saw. I think we saw against Liverpool, didn't we? Where we kind of had a more slightly uh, reserved approach. We didn't kind of go head to head with them. I think Mourinho uh, spoke about it after he was when he was uh, one of the Sky pundits. Uh, I think it was after Manchester United took the only set of points off Liverpool this season. He was saying how. Um, Manchester United set up in a way that frustrated low, Liverpool. Wasn't it? it was like exactly. back low, and, and, yeah. and we kind of did something similar against uh, Liverpool. So I'm wondering, maybe we might try and do something against uh, City. We might, we might play a slightly more reserved approach. Uh, we, uh, again, it reminds me of the Dortmund game away. I thought we played brilliant that day mm. uh, uh, away. We defended, we put bodies on the line, all yeah. of the classic stuff. And I quite like that stuff. And I, I know football's changed completely now, and everybody is all about goals and attacking. But I like that sort of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, you know, keeping that not being Jose boring. I'm not saying that, no. but you know, I want free free flowing football. But it, but yeah. sometimes it is an art, isn't it, to defend. And just and just get getting those results. And I think in some in some cases it's just you just need to get that result no matter the way you sometimes play. I mean we had the we had the brilliant uh, um, which uh, on the on the pod uh, this mm. week uh, yep. elite athlete uh, level athlete himself um, and he was talking about you know that confidence and how much it brings and we talk about it so many uh, so many times don't we uh, Chaz about confidence in the team we mm. gotta get a win to get yeah. more confidence build on where we are. I know we've had a shocker. We all know we've had a shocker. We've got rid of our manager. He was a Podgelstein, blah, 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 all of that stuff. The reality of the situation is we are where we are. We've now got to build on. We've clapped, mm. Some of the dust is lifted. We've got some uh, new new players in. Hopefully, or I think we still will get a new striker in for for, for, for our man, Ricky. And yeah. we can go... We can, we just can for go me. No one else, just, just for you. me. Just for you. We'll get anyone you want. Um, and we'll just, yeah. we'll just go into that fixture with a little bit more of confidence. Get, get yeah. a scrappy win. I don't care. Just yeah. get the three points against City. Mm. That'd be a big statement. Yeah, for mm. sure. And I think I think as we've as we've said, you know, plenty of times now, you know, we we are starting to really look towards that Tottenham two point that I've been saying for weeks now. You know, with, we're currently with, at one point five. It's getting there. Though, it's And as Lee said, I think I think he's totally right there about you know getting rid of Rose, getting rid of Ericsson. Those are two players. I think it's huge. Exactly, they're two players that were quite toxic behind the scenes and maybe a reason why things were weren't going so well so I think it is. A, I think it is a I mean, big thing. I, I'll I be honest. I'd like. I'd like to get. Um. You know, Aurier uh, because of the comments that he made and so on and so forth. But there was rumours today that he sign might even a sign contract, a new maybe. contract. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But so so quickly in terms of the team, we talked about the spine. Hugo Lloris. You not happy? You're not happy with Aurier at the moment. I, I'm not saying no because the thing is, I I, I want to stay try. And I say try because somebody might pick me up on it. But I want to stay true to my word. Yeah. And I said there were six contract That's, rebels. Yeah. And and I want them out. Fair right. And and it, uh, other than Yan, because I I don't think he's a Rebel or such, I think that he wants a longer contract. Mm. But if you're not, if you're not, if you're not committed to the club, which I think he is actually, but if you're not completely, close, I don't think you should play. Yeah. And already come out in the summer and said, I've got no competition, I'm not here, I don't care, blah blah blah. Shows his shoulders. In terms of his form, since yeah. Jose's coming, it has got better. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not going to sit here and change my mind that I want him at my club because I don't. So, yeah. so you know, for me, if he okay. if he went, I'd play Tanganga as a right back. 
Uh, yeah. that's, that's what I would do. I think, but I think you make you made a good point. He will probably play Tangangles on yeah, the left, play so. Oreo on, so. on on the right, Sanchez and Toby in the middle. Yeah. Um, and then you know Winks and Dumbele Lacelso. Do you think? And then probably yeah. Then maybe oh no, we'd play a two, wouldn't he? Yeah, exactly. So as I said, I think it'd be Winks and uh, Lacelso in the middles. We've seen quite a lot. And then maybe uh, Cesar Young as, as a fullback. But. Well, just very quickly then, obviously, it is City on the weekend. Let's get your score predictions. It's a massive one. We'll cover it next week, obviously. But, Ricky, starting with you then. City, what are you making of it? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, again, before this game in the build-up to it, Guardiola admitted, I think, defenders Benjamin Mendy, Laporte, along with Fernandinho, are all doubtful for the game. I'm going to go for a draw. I think we won one. One one, Jamie. What are you saying? You did make a prediction earlier in the week. Are you going to make a different one now? <laughs> oh yeah. Look, I'm 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 going to be. I want to be positive with this one. I think we we saw against Man City, uh, Manchester United last night. That I've got to be positive. It's a Spurs fan show. Yeah. So um, I'm going to go for I'm going to go for two one to Spurs. Actually, why two, not? Why two not? One because to Spurs I, I think they're, they're there to get out. Yeah. They're, they're missing players. So why not? Why Lee. not? Why not? Well, I am going to. I'm back to my old self. I'm back to my positivity, and have a dream. Uh, I think we will keep a clean sheet because I think we will play five at the back, and I think we'll do a Dortmund. I think we will nick the game one nil, and I think our new signing, which will happen tomorrow, <laughs> Olivier new, Giroud, new signing. <gasps> will score oh, the winner. Man. Come oh, on, you Spurs! Giroud, Scott, you'd be delighted with that, won't you, Rick? New signing hangs on a minute, three I, points I, I and a clean I sheet. Be, I don't worry, but depending on the target, he might not be registered in time for the game. But who knows? I mean, in Leeds, well, listen, crazy. You just can't win, can you? Just can't keep Ricky happy. Listen, we're going to be fine. I hope. I hope. <laughs> and that is the last word on Spurs. This is the Spurs Fan Show. We, we, we will be back at the same time next Thursday, 7 to 8.30 on Last Sport Radio with a last word on Spurs and me, Charlie Hawkins. We will see you then. Thanks for downloading this podcast from Love Sport Radio. For more, go to lovesportradio.com for all the latest podcasts, news and views. Or for more, follow us at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.